Praise the Lord uh, and good morning. Very good morning. So it's wonderful to actually be a part of uh, uh, CBMC and uh, uh, it has brought a lot of changes in my life and uh, in the fellowship I learn a lot. Uh, whenever I get a chance to come together, I learn a lot and I thank you, thank Brother uh, Samson for giving me this opportunity. So without further delay, let us just uh, look into the Monday Mana that, uh, that is beautifully called here. Uh, last week, uh, uh, when I was just uh, uh, preparing for a Sunday sermon, um, a poster in my house that just struck me. I, had a, I have a Ten Commandments in my house. And usually, uh, we Christians, we have a lot of uh, Bible verse posters, but uh, uh, sometimes we don't get a chance to look at it. And uh, Ten Commandments is something that we always think that we have already uh, graduated it. Uh, we, we consider it as an elementary uh, subject. Uh, it's like passing first standard, and uh, now we are in higher grades. Uh, but sometimes we have to go and look back and see whether we have really done well with the first standard. Uh, so I was just thinking about the very first commandment. And uh, let me just draw your attention to just only one verse in the Bible. Uh, how long uh, do I have, Brother Samson? You can take up to 7, 8 o'clock shop. 7.55. Please stop me. Please stop me when you need Yeah, me. yeah. So, uh, Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 3 says, uh, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. So, this is what this is one thing that I want to discuss. This is something that which, which I took some time in, uh, in prospection and thinking about it, uh, meditating on this word. And uh, this really brought a lot of... Uh, um, insight to me during the last week, which I would like to share with you. So, uh, I just want to title today as No Other Gods. Sorry. So, No Other Gods. Um, Moses uh, lived in a different culture. Um, it's completely different to what we live today. Uh, especially the Western culture that is today. Western culture, people don't believe in God. They are completely atheist. Uh, and if you talk about God, uh, you are actually offending them. Uh, when you talk about religion, you are offending them. It is not just the Western culture, even the uh, Indian culture uh, is getting towards that mindset <clears throat> of, uh, 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 of considering everything equal or even sometimes re recently uh, I heard someone, uh, a non-Christian, who went to a Christian store to buy a Christmas greeting and there was a Bible verse. And she said to uh, the, another person who was standing by her that, uh, see, these people have brought religion even into this. Uh, I was really uh, surprised. Uh, Christmas is about the birth of Christ. The reason is that we have completely diluted what Christmas is with cakes, plum cakes, uh, stars and Santa Claus and Christmas trees that uh, we finally forget about what it is about. And uh, today's the Western culture is completely atheistic and uh, people don't want to believe in God. 
they say that uh, the person who can't stand with his two legs needs another stick called religion we can stand in our own legs and we don't need a god that's the mindset and uh, that's the reason uh, why the western countries are uh, economically uh, culturally uh, and uh, ethically they are collapsing because they just removed god from the equation uh, so when this is what happens when you remove god from the equation um, so uh, I, i read i read somewhere i read somewhere uh, that um, a fool says that there is no god it's a, it's a bible verse from sams uh, in, in be, behind the car a fool says that there is no god and uh, uh, there's another line written that uh, april 1st national atheist day <laughs> that's for it was for fun uh, but please uh, understand that moses lived in a completely different culture there he never had a problem with people believe in god in fact he had a problem with people believed in many gods just like india just like our place where people believe in many gods india it's a beautiful place where it's a country where people believe in many gods we have 33 33 crore gods uh, in our land uh, where people believe each has its own name and uh, its own character and uh, moses lived also in similar uh situation where he didn't have people uh, he didn't have to worry whether people will be atheistic because they didn't have atheists in, and he had people where they believed in many gods and that's why here bible clearly says that you shall not have any go- other gods before me and uh, when god rescued them from egypt he already he cautioned them he cautioned the children of israel in deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 16 saying that when you go out there will be competition there will be competition there will be other gods you will encounter other gods which will uh, which will which will surprise you which will invite you which will influence you uh, which will uh, lead you uh, into sin Uh, today sin is uh, actually interesting people like sin sin is beautiful actually it is not ugly nasty thing it's uh, it's been decorated in such a way that even the elected <clears throat> fall prey to it and uh, moses cautioned the children of israel when they went off to uh, egypt saying that when you go out you will encounter other gods <clears throat> that's why here there's a clear cut um uh, suggestions uh, in for the first very commandment which says that thou shall have no other gods before me so when we talk about uh, every biblical passage uh, i know you you all are scholars uh, this is what i uh, understand so every biblical passage has two meanings one is the direct representation of what it is what it meant to the people uh for whom it was written and the second is the spiritual aspect what it means to us okay so usually we say that it's uh, hermeneutics and uh, uh, exegesis where uh, uh, the uh, uh, exegesis means that it what it meant to the uh, to that people to whom it was written so what was the literal meaning of the 
Bible passage. And also, we need to look into what, what is the spiritual meaning behind it. Okay, so <clears throat> before going into the spiritual meaning, the literal meaning of this verse clearly says that you don't bring any other God before Jehovah. There, there, are, there is no other God before Jehovah. Jehovah is the only God. Yahweh is the only God. And you, you don't bring any other God because you will encounter a lot of gods. Please don't bring them into your life. That was the direct commandment. And uh, God says that I, when you see um, the, the second verse, you should, it says that I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So here God uh, says that two things. One is that I am your God. I am the Lord your God. It means that he says that I am your creator. I am your creator. And it also says that uh, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, means that I am your redeemer. Two things. Two things we see. One is God says that I am your creator. And then he says that I am your redeemer. And he says that better understand, I have hold on you because I created you. You are my responsibility. I am your God. I created you. And uh, I not just created you and left you, but when you went away to sin, sinful life, I redeemed you back. I got you back. I paid my praise. Jesus prayed his, paid his praise, uh, prayed our praise for uh, our redemption. He shed his blood on the cross and he redeemed us. So God says that uh, he has hold on us. We belong to him. He says that because... I'm your God, I created you, I'm your creator. And he says that I'm your redeemer. So better have no other gods before me. So that is the direct uh, direct meaning of what this uh, passage which says. This passage clearly uh, breaks all the different uh, myths uh, which, which surrounds religion. And here it says you, you is a singular word. So this command is a, is, a, is a specific command for everyone. So it's our responsibility now, after uh, so many thousand years now, in this modern society that we are living in, to think, do we have any other gods in our life? So now we are coming to the spiritual aspect of it. Let's spend some time in the spiritual aspect of it. So today God is speaking to us, saying that it is, when you say... Uh, uh, you shall have no other gods before me. The, the, the word you is singular. So it means it is personal. In a personal level, God is speaking to us and is challenging us this morning to think about whether as Christians, do we still have any other gods in our life? Is there a spiritual aspect to this verse? We may think that we are Christians. We, we said the prayer of uh, salvation some time back and Today we are living a godly life. Yes, Lord, we don't worship any idols. We don't go to any pujas or temples. Uh, we have no other gods. But today I just want to challenge you to think about, do we still have any other god left in our lives? There are many gods. Today, what does, what does this passage mean? Or uh, today, who are those modern 
day gods that influence us in our life every day every day the deuteronomy 1116 is very clear god still tells us that you will have competition you will have other gods trying to get into your life you will have other gods trying to influence you every day it's a, it's every day temptation for us so we have to be very careful and see whether uh, do we have any other gods in our life or are we open to any other gods in our life so some of the things that i took a list one is that uh, today safety and security can become a god our safety and our security we are very careful with that we don't want that to be destroyed every time when you look into your uh, bank account every time you look into your balance sheet every time you look into your assets every time you look into the market the shares we, we consider that as a safety and a security for us and for a family and sometimes that safety and security can become a god and it can replace god so today the problem is with substitution anything that substitutes god is a idol for us is other god for us it is another god which is trying to influence us today um to walk upright we look we look for security we look for security family security we look for job security we look for financial security so if we have that financial security we sound very confident and if we don't have that financial security we don't sound confident it means that we have put our hearts uh from we have removed our heart from god and placed it on the security safety and security of a family we think that these papers these papers these bonds are our security and therefore we remove our trust from god and we place it on this these bonds these papers which says that uh, i promise you to pay and we we completely depend on it so sometimes this safety and security can become a god for us as businessmen this is a more crucial part where most of us can be misleaded the second similar god is a god of money mammoth and this money is something that can stand against god on an equal level so when i asked the sunday school boys uh, who is uh, god's enemy or who's opposite to god they will immediately say it is satan it is the devil it is the satan so when you ask the same question in the church they will say a little advanced they'll say lucifer but uh, i don't think that lucifer or anybody else can even stand closer to who god is in no way they are uh, god's uh, uh, opponents they are uh, they are not equal they, they can't stand against god or they can't even climb the status of being an equal to god so what is equal to god um, uh, matthew 6:24 says that you can't serve god and money so it means that money is something that can come and stand against god it has the capability of standing against god dear friends so 
uh, as businessmen, uh, as professionals, uh, as people who, are, who, who live in this modern society, these are something that can influence us uh, too much. Money can become a god. When your bank balance is low, your spirit goes down. You can't pray. You can't sing a song. You get depressed. So, so the, the, the financial statement, you can see it on our face. If the financial statement is sound or not. If it is not sound, we just immediately react. People, people can see on a face and say, what is the problem? There is something there, something that is disturbing you. So safety and money is another big God uh, which is influencing us. We wake up every day morning. We wake up every day morning. I'm talking about Christian businessmen. We wake up every day morning, maybe even professionals, trying to uh, please those gods. We wake up every day morning and uh, thinking about these gods and most probably we would, we would end up spending the entire day trying to uh, secure these gods, walking around these gods. Finance is a very important aspect of our life. Safety and security is a very important aspect of our life. Sometimes it becomes so important that it takes uh, the prestigious place of being a god of our life. We trust our um, bank balance more than God. And we can say, we will say that, no, 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 we believe in God. We believe in God. We are Christians. We believe in God. But into our hearts, we have this, uh, 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 we have this inclination towards it automatically. Automatically, there is an inclination and we, we fall prey to it. And without even knowing, uh, uh, intentional, unintentionally, we have already made it as a God in our life. So safety, security, and money, wealth, prosperity, these things can become a God to us. And uh, when we miss, miss those gods, when our financial statement is low, when, uh, when our bank balance is low, when our security bonds uh, have issues, uh, when, you, when you're having problem in liquidating your assets, that's when you get depressed completely. We see a lot of Christian brothers get depressed. And uh, a simple thing is that they will not be able to worship the Lord with a free heart. When they go to the church, they just keep silent, thinking about their financial problems, thinking about their assets, thinking about the financial challenges that they, their firm has. We, we all know that our God is a God of our life and he's the same God of our firm, of our organization. He is capable of handling things. We trust these financial papers more than God. So it means that we've already made it God. I'm not generalizing. Please don't understand. I'm just, I'm just talking. Uh, uh, it's just a sermon. So I'm not, uh, please, I'm not anyway, in any way uh, generalizing or telling that you are doing like this. It's a general, uh, general way how Christians do. I'm talking about the Christians. Even I'm, I'm talking about myself. Because uh, unintentionally, sometimes even I place my trust in these papers, in these uh, uh, in in, pro, in this um, uh, riches than uh, putting it on the Lord. Pleasure. Pleasure is uh, another God. Uh, Second Timothy 3, 4. 
lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god so social media has become our another god our mobile phone is replacing our prayer time our prayer time our bible study time is getting getting small thinner and thinner and it's been occupied by social media we try to spend a lot of time today youngsters they spend a lot of time in social media and this is a problem in the youth of the church now, i'm a pastor so i work with a lot of youth and this is a, a very real problem with the youth uh, youth spend a lot of time in social media with the facebook and uh, with uh, with uh, uh, online gaming they spend a lot of time and i'll tell you this is with the internet this is with the current internet that we have today what if the metaverse that is uh, that that they are planning to bring in future future near future in a couple of years we will have this internet being completely replaced with metaverse metaverse you don't need any uh, keyboard or you don't need any uh, mobile phone here a gaming station or mobile phone is a small window to a um game but metaverse is that it's a software that will it's a platform that will take you into the game and uh, how does it operate the people uh, they they it it operates with a goggle with with so uh, with sound uh, uh, voice commands uh, with hand gestures uh, it's basically with the goggles it's a glass that you wear when you wear you, you go into the world everything that you see uh is the game you are you are actually now into the game and uh, this is not just for game it's also for work uh you you can create a, a a virtual office where you can meet your clients where you can meet your colleagues you'll be in, into it so it's uh, even dangerous metaverse is dangerous and especially that uh, um facebook has changed its name from facebook to meta so people are getting um um the world is preparing itself for this meta and 5g and the next level of wifi and other things are just um um gadgets the technology that is getting ready for metaverse so pleasure we we have become pleasures lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god we take a lot of selfie than taking a picture people started loving themselves more our pleasure has become a god our ap- uh, appetite has become a god philippians 3:19 their god is their stomach it is not just for food it is for all the wants that we have i want this i want that i decided to buy this i will buy this you see something and you want to buy it you see a, uh, a some new new product uh, in amazon or flipkart you immediately want to buy it you you go shopping and you see something attractive you immediately want because now god has blessed us with the capacity of buying it so we are just exploiting that capacity and we are just buying it everything now the problem is uh, especially in the western countries now the the biggest business is that storing store rows so every every uh, house they have some other place rented somewhere uh, away it's, it's a store house so they buy a lot of product which they don't they don't have to use it they don't need to use it they just buy it because they want to buy it 
you just buy 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 keep all those things they store it and uh, they go back and get it and use it when they need it so that's basically something that they don't need it actually so people are buying products which we actually don't need it but we want it so we are trying to satisfy satisfy the pleasure of wanting so that's the appetite uh, their god is their stomach their want i want this and this is for everything even for uh, professionals and businessmen we can become prey to this uh, saying that no i want that i want that and i will get it and uh, we work towards it do we really need it so sometimes these things can become god and these these things can distract us from what we are and what we have to be and these things can take the place of the worship we start admiring it we, we start worshiping it and uh, for some career success has become god people who really want to become something in their life i know a lot of christians they 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 can become a workaholic they can become uh, so ambitious so workaholic that the work replaces and becomes their god work is worship that's what we they say today work is worship work is not worship work work is not worship work is a blessing that god has given us it's very important but god is the one who takes that uh, prestigious place in our life to be worshiped not the work not the career success people are willing to do anything and everything for their career success they are, they, they are willing to sacrifice their uh, church their prayer their ministry their personal prayer time their bible study time the time with the family the time with their uh, their wife their children everything is secondary for some people they put their uh, uh, personal career uh, above it so the personal career becomes uh, uh, a god a god and uh, another god is the image that we create the self image uh, it's physical and it's also um about the character and the personality that we have created so we have created a image about ourselves and we will not, we don't want that to be destroyed in any in any cost if someone maybe a colleague or maybe someone who's worked with you with you, with you a client or someone uh, or an opponent someone who passes a comment against that that image who tries to just touch that image we get disturbed we get disturbed so these things have become god for us so let's uh, pray and see uh not necessarily that my list is not a, a, a it's a complete list it's just something that came into my mind i would encourage you to close your eyes and see if uh, uh if these gods are finding their ways into our lives shall we pray heavenly father we want to thank you lord for this wonderful morning it's a brand new day it's a brand new week and we thank you lord for helping us to think about these verses the first very first commandment that you gave to your children children of israel in the wilderness and uh, lord after so many years thousands of years nothing has changed lord these words have 
equal relevance in our life. Equal relevance. We still have, we still are being tormented or bombarded, bombarded with so many gods that surround us. So many gods that are working hard to find their way into our lives. And if we remove our gods, or if we uh, if we are not cautious, these gods will 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 end up finding a, a comfortable sweet spot uh, in our life. Father, we would like to take up this time as an introspection to think about if we have already uh, let any of these gods to enter our lives. If so, let us take this time to rebuke it and. Uh, send it away from our life and bring bring God all the glory and all the honor love him with all our heart and all our spirit and all our soul and uh, there are no other gods before us it's a declaration that we give this morning Lord as we pray we want to pray to our Holy Spirit to tell us if we have these issues as professionals, as businessmen, are we inclined towards any of these gods or if any of these things that we discussed today morning or those, those things that I missed to discuss, are there anything that is trying to replace God? Is there anything that is trying to substitute God in my life? Father, Holy Spirit, help us to discern it. Maybe we live in this fast living society with weather. We don't have time to think about these things. And this morning, we want to take up this moment to think about whether I have I uh, been so uh, irresponsible in letting these gods to walk into my life. Have I accepted these gods and given authority to these gods in my life? If so, Lord, help me to uh, rebuke it and uh, come away and destroy these gods, destroy these idols just the way King Ezekiel did. Destroy these idols and uh, to, to, to restore the, your, your glory in our life, that you are all in all in our life, Father. You are first in priority, and you're everything for us. And there is no room for any other God, any other modern-day God that we saw today in our life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful evening, wonderful morning, for this wonderful fellowship, and uh, I hope that these words be uh, useful to those who heard just the way it was useful for me. So in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.